Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Steph. And this is our podcast number two. Yay! And exciting news from Helen and Steph HQ. We have a name for our podcast. It is called... Drum roll! Helen and Steph muddle through. Come and muddle through life with us. This is what it's all about. So um, just to recap on who we are and how we know each other. um, I'm Steph and I'm a radio presenter and producer with an interest in talking about mental health and exploring the topic. I've been lucky enough to do it on radio and I've really wanted to do it in a bit more in depth. So hence uh, the podcast. And I met Helen through doing the radio show and Helen does loads of wonderful stuff. Tell us, Helen. I so I work in sort of well-being in an advice role um, and just yeah have a real vested interest in um, mental health particularly among young people um, just wanted to share some knowledge and a bit of advice and a bit of chit chat and hopefully help some people make some people laugh and uh, yeah just thanks for listening to number one by the way everybody who did very grateful I know we were and I kept checking looking how many people had listened. I know. It's really <laughs> cool. Really grateful for everybody who's downloaded it and listened. It's it's quite um yeah, it's quite special when you log in and see that, you know, loads of people have listened and you think, Oh so yeah, really, really grateful. And any feedback, we'll give you some contact details at the end. Yes. How's your week been? Uh it's been good actually. It's been alright. I had a couple of days off last week, so met a couple of friends and I saw some people that I hadn't seen for ages which was really nice and enjoyed the weather I went for a couple of walks um found a takeaway coffee shop so I had coffee and cake it was so good that was your thing from last week that you were missing I know and I found it it came back to me (laughs) also reveal to all of us Helen when I rang you last week you were enjoying a cheeky cider I was yeah I'm not gonna lie I mean it was about 4pm <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say maybe slightly earlier <laughs> on a Wednesday on a Wednesday casual love it it was I did have a day off and it was sunny so it's all good how's your week been I'm not gonna lie I bought a crate of beer this morning and it's Monday well you can't judge me then for drinking cider <laughs> on a Wednesday <laughs> this is a good start I promise it do you know what it actually had alcohol free beer in there which is quite good so oh really I bought that by accident once and yeah, I was really disappointed. I got halfway through a can and thought, this tastes odd. And then realised that I'd bought alcohol-free <laughs> cider. I was not impressed. <laughs> not happy. Yeah, no, it's been, a, it's, I would say highs and lows for my week. If I was doing like an Instagram highlights reel, I'd say launching this podcast, massive highlight. I felt, you know, that felt amazing. Um, also, Saturday had a virtual hen with a friend of ours, which was... Uh, friend of the uh, in our girl group from college and that was all the lols didn't know how much oh gosh I've got back to alcohol again I didn't know how much alcohol you could drink in your own house on your own brilliant a computer but we did it we did a cocktail making class oh did you that's so cool yeah it was good actually so that was good um but then I have, yeah, the old anxiety's reared its head a little bit in the last week or so. I think we're going to do this in another podcast, but I was saying to Helen about feeling a bit rubbish about a photo of me and I got myself in a right old flap. Um, 
yeah so but we, I think we're going to do social media stuff aren't we yeah, a hundred percent. Yep, there's a whole world of social media, mental healthy type issues to be explored. Yeah, yeah, watch out for that one. So this week we thought we'd talk about um, coming out of lockdown and I guess a new sort of normal and emerging from our safe spaces. Hmm. Yeah, it feels weird, doesn't it? So you know, over the news and everywhere at the moment and you watch the kind of daily briefings and it's all about coming out and life getting back to some sort of normality, which is positive, good for the economy. The risk level is obviously much lower. So, um, you know, it's all good, but also really anxiety inducing in a different way. So we've been used to this like lockdown anxiety um, and now we've got this kind of coming out of lockdown anxiety, which is really different and has different triggers um and just yeah so one of my friends posted something about that film inception do you remember that with um, Leonardo DiCaprio about the dreams and how you like you're going through the different layers and being like dragged back up to reality and you're not quite sure what day it is and what's going on and what you should and shouldn't be doing and it's all a bit um baffling so yeah it's uh, a bit of a stressful time I think for a lot of people when you say triggers, because I think I'm someone that definitely sometimes realises I'm in a kind of anxious state and it's it's gone, it's already in that state, if that makes sense. So I've I've kind of missed the trigger. So yeah. what is what is a trigger and how do you kind of spot it? So a trigger can be, I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. It really depends on whether you actually have an anxiety disorder, I guess, to start with. So if you've got a social anxiety disorder or generalised anxiety disorder. Um, but it, it can be anything from, so with social anxiety, it can be the thought of even just going out and meeting one other person or a, or a group of people. Um, it can be an event. It can be something that has previously been difficult for you that you're having to go through again. So one of the key things to overcoming anxiety is identifying your triggers and being able to not necessarily avoid them because there's certain things in life that you can't avoid, but learn how to manage them. Yeah, because I guess with what's happening at the moment, the safe space feels like the space you might have created in your home and stepping Mm. outside of that and even imagining so could a trigger be imagining stepping outside yeah yeah a hundred percent so it's anxiety is um your body's response basically to a to a threat so this is you know, coronavirus isn't is an actual threat. It's a threat to survival. So it's actually quite a normal reaction to have, um, and that's quite important, I think, to acknowledge it as well. That um, it is, you know, you might look around and think nobody else is feeling like this, but actually everybody probably is on some level, and that's really natural. Um, and it can also be a perceived threat. So anxiety isn't always a rational fear of something it might be that you're imagining that it's going to be worst case scenario um, and that's where your mind is going and you kind of spiral into those negative thoughts Um, but actually the the rational side of it is that that's quite unlikely to happen so is it like catastrophizing and getting caught up in that thought kind of negative thought cycle I guess yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah 
I tell you, someone who's who's not afraid. Can you hear the aerobics instructor in the flats opposite? You can't hear <laughs> no, it in the background. I love that she is loving life right now. <laughs> I love that. Let's go and get her in. Can she do us a little sesh? <laughs> oh my gosh! Honestly, any time, come on down. Normally, about this time, twenty to eight, it's like whoa, whoa, take it to the left, whoa, whoa. Amazing. I love that. I love that. That is so good. So in oh. the new normal, do you reckon we're all going to be doing... Um, oh my gosh, do you know what I saw on um, one of the news channels today? Yoga in like plastic bubbles. Oh, really? Or wouldn't that get really sweaty? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Or isn't that isn't that an actual type of yoga where you do it in a really hot, sweaty room at like 40 degrees? Yeah, bit, bit cram, I think, that one. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm not up for that. <laughs> that gives me anxiety. <laughs> about doing that I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I'm not gonna lie so that yeah this whole like new normal thing like that's used a lot isn't it that term like what is what is the new normal um and I think the other thing about anxiety is the whole not knowing and it still feels a bit like at the moment or quite a lot like actually that nobody quite knows where we're going nobody knows where it's gonna end um and you that can make you feel quite out of control I think as well I was going to say about control Mm. how do we yeah how do you even get hold of that when stuff's changing all the time yeah do you know the biggest thing to do is just to accept that you can't control it (laughs) and that sounds so simple and it's much easier said than done but actually how you know we I am a bit of a control freak I'm quite renowned for being the organizer of things because I like to know where we are and what we're doing at what time and who's going to be there and how are we getting there and how are we checking in and how are we getting home and blah 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 um but yeah just just accepting those things that you don't have control over is a massive like energy burner when you're using this energy that you know you have to worry about things that are not in your control that's Um, been a massive test during all of this because you we've had to accept that you can't control other people and how they interpret the rules I found that one so difficult yeah yeah definitely definitely and I think um just you just have to do what's right for you I think at the end of the day so this new normal thing I think doing what's right for you and trying to take something positive from it so like we spoke last week didn't we about what have we learned from lockdown and stuff so maybe thinking about those things that we've learned like learning to appreciate smaller things learning to like have more time or not to be rushing around all the time or to say no to things um you know, taking those things with you as we come out of lockdown and remembering the things that you still want to be part of your new normal. Because new normal doesn't necessarily mean worse. It could mean better. Like we're all kind of thinking new normal might be worse, but maybe it won't be. I'm so with you on that. I really hope there's lots of stuff that gets taken from it because even when I think they started reporting that the number of vehicles on the road was going up, I thought, oh, that's a bit of a shame because, you know, it has been quite good for the environment and Mm. people's work-life balance. And I do feel as well, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people and companies taking more of a note of well-being within their kind of, whether it's like goal-setting for employees or um 
you know the the services that are there to support you it all gets talked about a bit more now yeah a hundred percent I think there's there's going to be quite a big shift in focus I think for a lot of employers um to the whole well-being thing because I think everybody's probably been affected some way or other I don't think anyone's had an easy ride apart from my uncle apparently he's had a great time (laughs) (laughs) what's he been doing then that we all haven't shout out my uncle my auntie and cousin were like yeah he loves it he absolutely loves it not not obviously he doesn't like that sounds awful of course he doesn't um feel uh, that sounds awful he doesn't feel good about people um being ill with this horrendous virus but just in terms of the change of life and the change of um just a bit more kind of you know a bit calmer he loves yeah. it yeah, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, and just feeling like you're rushing around a little bit less and stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, just maybe shifting your perspective a bit because this is an opportunity to have a new perspective. Maybe you were stuck in a bit of a rut or maybe there were quite a few things in your life that you weren't particularly happy with. And this is like an opportunity to change that and to, you know, there's no better time to work out what's more important to you right now and I think just learning from that could be a real lesson that we take from it I don't know I like to put a positive spin on things (laughs) I love that no you're you are right though and also like less distractions have made Mm. us you mentioned this last week with relationships it makes you face up to stuff in relationships but also within yourself that you need to start you may you don't need to do anything but you might need to start doing to look after yourself or um, little things that yeah I really hope we take that stuff with us yeah I think we will and I think it will be a bit of an adjustment period because we've kind of got used to this normal now right so we're we're here in our safe spaces and you know maybe we're not setting alarms or you know doing the things that we normally do so it will take some adjustment but I think yeah hopefully you can utilize some of those things and actually realize that we are quite resilient so we have already adapted pretty well to what's going on um and there's nothing to say that we can't then adapt just in a slightly different way again we don't give ourselves enough credit do we no we don't you know humans us are really resilient actually and we tend to deal pretty well with with what life throws at us so yeah just hold on to that and the other thing i think is if you're Maybe you've been in this situation before where you have, for whatever reason, had to withdraw from society for a bit. So you've been ill or you've been off work for some reason or whatever. There's been a reason and you've had to like reintegrate back. So like draw on that experience a bit. Like what did you do then? All right, the circumstances aren't the same and the length of time isn't the same. But like what did you do then to kind of get stuck back into real life? Oh, that's good. That's really good. I like that one as well. It's that remembering mm. your strength, remembering your mm. resilience. Um, what about making decisions around, you know, advice can be really confusing and stuff and doing what's best for you. Do you know what I find with this one actually is, uh, I don't know how to explain this. I, You know, I sometimes think I feel guilty for my decisions, if that makes sense. So I make a decision... Yeah. And then I'll like have loads of guilt. Then I'll change my decision, and then I'll probably feel guilty again. And then, or or I'll do it with um, even. I think with this situation with coming out of lockdown, 
what are you comfortable with in terms of when you do see friends because some people are going to interpret the rules differently and how do you Mm. have that confidence in certain situations oh it's tricky isn't it it's so tricky yeah but you you hit the nail on the head there about being confident in your own decisions like we're pretty bad at that generally I think (laughs) I know I am and like you've just said like just I'm rubbish trust in your judgment like you feel this guilt um whether you've done the right thing and then you change it and then you feel guilty because you've changed it you know but just yeah I don't know what 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 are your thoughts on like how you can trust your judgment oh that is so hard because you know what it is I've grown up so I'm one of three and I'm and, and the wider families we we're talking about this because it's father's day yesterday and part of quite a big family and I think what I realize is I normally check things or I used to check things with a lot of people and Mm. now I'm sort of realizing I can still do that it's not that they're not there for me but as I've kind of grown into an adult somehow but not really um (laughs) I've I've sort of tried to trust myself a bit more and it, it is a bit like a baby learning to do it because it's a bit scary yeah yeah and there's I think there's always going to whatever decision you've got to make it's there's always going to be pros and cons either way right there's never going to be a decision that's I mean sometimes there is but nine times out of ten it's going to be like oh like you know 50 50 or but something that can really help is like visualization so picturing yourself in both scenarios and picturing yourself um within the outcome of both of those scenarios can really help to like cement your decision because sometimes we forget that we think about well we've got to make the decision but we don't actually think about the afterwards oh that's so good could you go as far as like right I mean if you've got time obviously like writing down what the outcomes could be on each side or something yeah definitely yeah so writing down I think a lot of people maybe think in their heads about the pros and cons but writing it down is always really powerful even if it's a list of you know one list outweighs the other and then yeah like you say writing down what the outcome might be and how you might feel about that and how other people might feel about that and whether you're going to feel guilty whether you're not whether it's the right thing I mean there's so much to weigh up when you think about a decision it's so tough but this is yeah, this is a time when you have to be strong in your decisions and confident in it and just, yeah, almost just ignoring what everyone else is doing. Don't be swayed too much by everyone else and just know that's all you can do really is know that you're doing the best that is, that's for you. There's a song and I can't remember who it's by, but it says Trust the Voice Inside. I think it's Christina Aguilera. Sing it. Absolutely not. Sing it. <laughs> okay. No, honestly. <laughs> Everyone will switch off. We'll lose. We'll, we'll lose. We'll lose anyone and everyone. This but could th- be your lockdown hidden talent. You don't know. No, the cats around <laughs> like the corner will get involved, and oh come on, be, you know the windows will break. But you know, I think it's Christine Aguilera. Trust the voice in within, or something. She says. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. Is it? It was a good nineties hit. I think. Oh gosh, you like Christine Aguilera? That album was good. Yeah, me too. Genie in a Bottle, that was a cracking tune. Oh yeah, that was like her first debut. Yeah, it was. It was a great song. <laughs> mm. Dirty mm. album, great album. Yeah, very good. 
Um, the other thing, I guess, is about like risk. Like there's risk in everything we do, right? Mm. And it's just like weighing up what level of risk you feel happy to take. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because it can't be... Your risk scale is going to be different from someone else's, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely, depending on your circumstances or whatever. So just, yeah, just kind of... I think just equip yourself with as much knowledge as you can and then make those decisions and stick by them and don't be swayed by other people. (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) Um... (laughs) The other thing I found quite sad, actually, about this whole situation is cancelled plans. Mm. Like, so many cancelled plans. Oh, should we just, should we acknowledge a couple of things each that we've had to cancel? Like, to, I guess to the two big things for me was a holiday to Fuerteventura in March, which was like right at the start of lockdown. And it was cancelled. We were we were kind of quite lucky because we might have been stuck out there. That would have been even more horrendous. Um, and then another biggie is my one of my best friend's weddings, which was meant to be happening in France. And it was like a full-on three-day party, all cancelled. And it was really sad. Has she managed to reschedule it? Yeah, she's basically postponed it for a year. So they're still hoping to do like the legal um, ceremony in the UK because you've got to do that to be able to get married in another country so they're still hoping to do that i think this year um and then yeah the big french wedding next year it's so sad oh gosh that's awful Mm. do you know i was gonna say um my friend's wedding was going to be this weekend so what was so tricky about that one is it was we we are starting to come out of lockdown now so they probably could have done it in some way but it just wouldn't have been the same so they decided and I think I don't know how it works with all the insurances and stuff like you must I, I don't know but I think it was probably sensible to postpone it so yeah miss my friend's wedding as well and then also my brother's 30th and that I'm really sad because I've not I did we get we got to see each other at a distance but we live quite far apart and I was really excited about his 30th because Welcome to the club, Matty. Um, <laughs> welcome to the it's other side. It's a big side. deal. It's a big yeah. deal, isn't it, being 30? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we and it was all a surprise. We were going to surprise him in a pub with, like, all the family and all his friends. And because he got married last year, so we met, like, all his mates. It would have been such a laugh, so. Oh, that yeah. would have been so good. And that you can't, you can't get that back. Like, a holiday or a wedding can be postponed as much as it's sad. But you only turn 30 once, don't you? That's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New plans. Yeah, new plans to... I think it's just important not to... um, Like, it's. you should acknowledge that actually it's a bit crap when things are cancelled. Like, there's quite a lot of pressure to kind of, like, be British and stoic and be like, oh, it's fine, I'm just going to move on and deal with it and, like, sort something else and blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's, it's all right to just be a bit sad about it and angry and... Like, yeah, that it's a bit crap and that this horrible virus has taken over the world and cancelled all of your lovely plans. So just, yeah, don't be afraid of not, like, feeling that, I guess. It's quite important. I think that's so important because otherwise, I guess, I think I am quite a, a, you know, when you do those personality tests, like, 
feeling is quite a big thing for me and I think I probably let it out a bit too much but um no I don't know I shouldn't say that maybe actually I think yeah if you suppress it and when when I have done that and I've known it's not felt right doing that it does make you feel rubbish sometimes because yeah it it does yeah definitely and it's it's like we tend to avoid like uncomfortable horrible sad feelings because they make us feel horrible but actually just to sit in it and be like no this is actually I feel really sad about this and really frustrated about it it's yeah it's a kind of important step in kind of accepting and closure and moving on and all of that rather than just suppressing it and pretending it's all right when maybe it's not so we at the end of our podcast do three things and this week we thought we'd do three things we're looking forward to. Should we take it one by one again? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um do you want to go first? Okay. I go think I've, I think there's a theme with mine from this whole podcast. Lo and behold, it's the pub that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> But not, do you know what? It's not even, It's not about alcohol. It is just, there's just a nice feeling in places like that because people have finished work. I mean, it wasn't, um, lockdown didn't happen long after Christmas, really. And I just remember going into mm. a, a local pub and everyone just being so happy around that time. And yeah, it's just nice, nice, nice vibe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm going to, I'm going to do that jointly with you, definitely looking forward to the pub in a safe way obviously but we we go out for a roast dinner every Sunday me and the hubby that's our thing so we've massively missed that we have found a very good pub locally that's doing takeaway so we've been doing that on a Sunday which is so good um do you go and pick it up do they drop it off (gasps) no pick it up yeah it's so good I'm gonna have to get that place when we finish I want to hear where that is it's like yeah it's delicious it's like roast with all the trimmings and it's yummy but yeah we we like to go out for a roast on a Sunday and we've really missed doing that looking forward to that on the 4th or the 5th what's the first Sunday 5th of July (laughs) yeah is that that's what with what it's looking like now isn't it is it the 4th that things are changing yeah so they're um they just said tonight on the briefing they're announcing it tomorrow that whether or not it's going to happen so hopefully it will do. How exciting. Exciting. Um, my second one sounds a bit vain and a bit bizarre, but I'm going to say I'm looking forward to my beautician appointments. Now, can I just clarify? I'm not, I don't get a lot of, <clears throat> I don't go to the beauticians a lot, but when I do go, we have a really nice chat and I've just, I've thought of her and I think, I've thought, I hope she's all right. And yeah. Yeah. Sounds a bit strange, doesn't it? But I'm quite looking. No, forward not to at all. I think a lot of I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. And it's like it's a bit like your hairdressing appointment, isn't it? It's a bit like a therapy appointment because you like have a chat about like it's quite intimate, and you just have a, j- a bit of a chat about like <laughs> stuff. And yeah. they're you know they're kind of doubling up as a therapist and a beauty person and a hairdresser and all of it rolled into one. <laughs> That's why my friend used to go. She actually used to pay a certain beautician just because it was like a therapy session. Oh, really? And I think it was quite expensive. <laughs> would that be, I can't work out if that would be cheaper or more expensive than actually paying for a therapist. I suppose it's killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask your regular therapist to do that. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, dear. 
Yeah, actually, yeah, I am looking forward to getting my hair done. I've got to say, I've got goodness knows how many colours in my hair and lots of split ends. So I'm totally looks, looking forward to that. I really like it. It's really blonde. It's like really light. Yeah, it's got, that's the sun. It's made it, but it's also a bit frazzled. Like the ends are a bit like, Ooh. No. Need some frizzies. <laughs> What's your uh, next one? Um, what have I had to pub hair? I basically just copied yours. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. I reckon we can have the same third um, one as well. So we are, we've got a little trip booked in July down to Devon. So I'm really hoping that that happens. And hopefully I think the fourth is the date that um, kind of uh, staycations are going to be allowed as well. So I'm hoping that we can actually get to go to Devon and uh, eat some scones and jam and cream and nice food and more cider. <laughs> that sounds dreamy. Yeah. I'm going to copy your third one. I want a holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, really fancy a holiday. In fact, I didn't, I didn't properly appreciate that from the 4th of July we might be able to do things like staycations. So that's an idea. Yeah, well, we'll find out tomorrow for sure. But yeah, you can book, they're saying hotels and stuff are open. And we're going to like a, just a self-catering cottage. But um, you could, I mean, there's millions of those around. You could book one of those and have a little weekend away or week away. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah, that's my third one. I'm copying you. Yeah, Hol- so holiday. basically the same. <laughs> we're just, we're going to come out of lockdown on the 4th and do all of those things in one weekend. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a funny time. A funny time to be alive. But we're in it together. Yeah, we totally are. And, yeah, like, I guess what's the lesson of this week is just trust that we are resilient and believe that we'll get through it because we will. I like that. That's a strong Mm. way to finish, I think. Mm. We will be back again next week. Oh, if you want to get in contact... Oh, yeah. We've got an email address. Ah! Which I, need is... stop making, I need to stop making funny noises. Um, it is helenandsteph at gmail.com. Yes. Drop us an email if you have any feedback or you want, maybe if you want a particular topic covered. Can we open that up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. Why not? And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.